What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where we get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. If you need help with addiction, you can reach out to my personal line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. One of the questions that I get most from family members and loved ones of people that are struggling is uh, they'll ask me, what made me want to get sober? What was the thing? What was the event that took place? And, you know, everybody wants to, f- to find out, like, what is the thing that's going to put it over the edge and make it click for an individual, whether it's yourself or a loved one? And the, and the truth of the matter is a lot of it is a compilation of all the events, all the consequences, all the pain and suffering that stacks up throughout our addiction. And it's very sporadic and it's very individualized. It depends on the person. Everybody has a different pain threshold. And it really is about when are we willing to make a difference? When are we willing to embrace change and and do something different for the first time in a long time? You know what I mean? And um, I think we need to overcome the fear of getting sober needs to be over, overcome by the fear of staying the same. Once, we, once that happens, once that transition takes place and we have a healthy fear of what life is going to look like if this shit continues, that's when sobriety becomes possible. And we never really know when that event takes place, when that mindset takes place, right? If we did you know, um, a lot more people would be sober today if we could kind of expedite that. And there are ways that we can, of course, but it's very difficult. Um, What I mean by that is it's very difficult for family and loved ones to do the things necessary in order to assist um, an individual hitting their bottom, you know? That's essentially what it comes down to. Nobody can decide for anybody else when they're going to reach bottom. Or and I don't, and I don't necessarily mean rock bottom like you need to be homeless or lose your job and stuff like that. I just mean that like emotional bottom where it's powerful enough to make a change. Um, and a lot of times, family members and loved ones get in the way of allowing people to actually get to that place because when you love somebody and you care about somebody. It's in our DNA as parents, as siblings, as, um, you know, family members or spouses to be there and to assist and to want to help. And the problem with addiction is there is very little we can actually do in order to make that person change. Um, What we think is helping is actually hurting. You know what I mean? And, And it's enabling in a lot of ways. And especially the nature of addiction is just very manipulating. Uh, it's, pa- it's baffling, powerful, cunning, and manipulative. And so an addict or an alcoholic will also gaslight and, and make, make the uh, family members feel like they're, by not helping them and by not enabling them, they're hurting them. And it's definitely not the case, but so it's a tricky thing. It's it's really what I'm bringing this back to is like we all need to get to the place emotionally 
sometimes financially, sometimes, sometimes it's the physical pain of withdrawals. It's the, or the physical, uh, pain of, of our health declining and all the shit that comes with addiction. We need all of these things to take place in order to, in order for things to click and in order for things to really hit home to make a change because fuck, I mean, why are we going to get sober if things are going well, if things are going so swimmingly in our active addiction, why the hell would we want to commit to sobriety? It takes that ugly, dark path to get to the light. You know what I mean? And, and that's essentially what addiction is. It's, it's, uh, you know, we feel like, we feel like it's just a dark tunnel that's clo- that's like closing in on us with absolutely no light in sight and and a lot of times that is exactly when the light shines through that is exactly when we're capable of making a change you know so i feel i i definitely feel for family members and loved ones but a lot of times the best thing you can do is just get the hell out of the way and be supportive in the sense of letting a family member or loved one know that you will be there and that you support them getting help, but you're not going to support and enable their addiction. There's a big difference between the two. And the tricky thing is, is especially moms specifically, moms are always the, the weak links as far as, you know, when it comes to enabling, that's essentially, uh, not always, but, but a lot of times it's, it's usually the moms because the moms have that soft spot for their kids. It's in their DNA. It's in a mother's DNA to be there no matter what for their kids. And, you know, unfortunately in addiction, we really take advantage of that. And it goes against what we need to do when someone is struggling with addiction. A lot of times what we need to do goes completely against our DNA. And that's where we get torn apart and we get torn on, um, instead of implementing compassion, which is a lot of times what happens, we have compassion, we need compression. Addicts respond to compression. We do not respond as much to compassion because you want to know why? We take advantage of compassion. We take advantage of, um, we play off of the emotions of other people. And I'm not saying every single addict or every single alcoholic, but the majority. It's it's a it's a generalized truth to addiction. It's it's very selfish in nature. And we will do a lot of shit that we wouldn't normally do to make sure that we get our fix, you know? So but by getting out of the way and allowing people to experience the consequences of addiction and needing to it's really allowing people to figure out the logistics of supporting their own habit, which a lot of times is a lot more difficult um, for addicts and alcoholics, maybe not so much alcoholics because of the finances, it's alcoholism is a lot easier to, to fund. But when it comes to drug addiction, man, it's, you know, when you have someone enabling you and feeding you money or paying your rent or paying your bills or paying for your food and the house over your head, all of that matters. You know what I mean? Because then you could spend every single dollar towards your, drug of choice. And so when all of a sudden people start to pull back and create boundaries and we need to be solely responsible for our addiction and, and the choices that we make 
in our life, all of a sudden shit gets real, real fast. And that's when the consequences hit. You know what I mean? And it's unfortunate that's what it takes to get sober, that we need to get to some type of pain point to make a change. But that's just the truth, and that will never change. Like I said before, nobody comes flying into sobriety on the wings of glory. It's not like we get a little scrape here or scrape there. We usually have to get our ass kicked. I know I did. I mean, all the things that happened to me, the consequences of my addiction were massive, massive reasons why I got clean. They played really big roles. If I, you know, if I never went to jail, um, if I never had those overdoses, if I never had two DUIs and a felony robbery charge and, you know, all this shit, all the different stuff, the legal troubles, the broken relationships, um, just, just that, and also that emotional bottom, just that spiritual, like, brokenness, you know what I mean? Um, that bankruptcy. Without that, there's no way that I'd be clean today. And as a family member, we, it's hard to separate logic and emotion. But we need to understand that if we're dealing with someone who is sick and suffering, the only way that they're going to get better is when the pain is great enough. And then you have to then ask yourself, well, you can't make the pain greater for them in the sense of there's nothing that you can actually do to make that happen other than taking away the resources that you're providing, which will then put the responsibility on them to do what they need to do. And in that, they will face a lot more consequences and they will face the pain a lot sooner. You know, the enabling is what I like to call loving an addict to death. You think a parent thinks that they're helping sometimes, uh, you know, helping them financially, paying their bills, making sure that their court fees get paid, all of this shit. And really what you're doing is you're killing them slowly. You're loving them to death. We need to bear responsibility for, for the choices that we make. You know what I mean? And if we're not willing to get better, then you know what? Then we need to be responsible for the consequences. Um, and a lot of times the universe will give us warning signs along the way, right? <laughs> I, know, I know I certainly did. I had a lot of warning signs along the way. And um, once, once the universe recognizes that you're not getting it and that you're not paying attention to the little hints, that's basically when, you, when everybody else has to get out of the way because nature's going to take its course. And that certainly happens in addiction. Um, it happens in a lot of ways that we're not even expecting because we can't possibly expect it. And, uh, and that's the blessing in disguise, that pain the shit that we go through is the biggest blessing. It is everything. Because without that, we cannot have the opposite. We cannot have the, the joy and the light and, and the things in life that we truly appreciate in recovery. Tomorrow, actually, well, I'm recording this on the 13th. Um, so tomorrow is the 14th, and that's, that's my 10 year, uh, 10 years sober. Uh, I guess today, as you're listening to this on, on April 14th, um, and it's just fucking wild, the, uh, the journey 
that it's that it's been you know what i mean even even like my lifetime in recovery the last decade the last 10 years has been uh, an incredible journey just so many ups and downs and the ebbs and flows and and i get to experience it i actually get to be like i get to be a real character in my own life when you're struggling with when you're using drugs and alcohol to drown out your emotions and 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 all the things that we do on a daily basis when we're in that mind frame we are not experiencing life we're just surviving we're just we're barely hanging on by a thread and being sober we get to experience all the quote unquote negatives and positives and i say that you know what i mean like kind of in quotation marks because it's like even negative times that you think are negative turn out to be positive so it's all about perspective and that's a big thing that recovery has allowed me to um to achieve or to obtain is to just have a different perspective on life and a different mindset um that i there was just no way i would be able to have when i was struggling you know what i mean because when you're using it's all about you it's all about you it's all about your ego it's all about your needs and when you think like that, you can't possibly have perspective on and look at things in an objective way. You know what I mean? Um, it's all it's all about us. It's all about what you want in that moment, that instant gratification. And so, even if you take a step back, and even right now, if you're in recovery and you're going through, you know, a little bit of hard times, just remember that this shit passes. Like things always pass. There's seasons in life. You know what I mean? There's things change and and you know it's like the wind right like one minute it's windy and then the next minute or i should say it's like the weather one one minute it's windy and then the next minute it's sunny and then maybe a week later it rains and it's just the seasons of life you know then the cold comes and then the then the spring comes and and that's what it's that's what life is about it's about experiencing all these different things and learning about yourself and figuring out really just how to not just handle things appropriately but but move in the direction that we want to and to and to gain the perspective on life that's going to serve us and to optimize our life so um if you're in a if you're in a space where you're not really sure why things are happening just have faith that things really do happen for a reason i believe that you know what i mean i believe uh I believe in a higher power. I believe in in a universe and a God, whatever you want to call it. And I really do believe that um, things aren't just happening at random, you know. And I've just experienced too much shit to uh, to think that this is all coincidence. And um, I just, you know, I I haven't seen that play out in my life, so I can't I can't speak on that. I can just speak on my experiences, you know. So. That's all I got today, guys, and, uh, you know, I hope you have a fantastic day and that you crush it and that you have a, that you have a good weekend, you know, so much love, everybody. I will see you on the next one.